Hello, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Develop Your A-Game. And this is the podcast where we share relatable and inspirational stories of Africans killing it and bringing their A-Game on the continent and on the diaspora. So I'm very excited today because um, this lady, we act, our paths have actually crossed. It seems like everybody I bring on, there's some connection of some sort. So our paths have actually crossed. We did a radio show together in 20, I think it was 2020 or maybe 2019. And um, she's a really brilliant person. Um, she, I'll tell you a bit more about her before I introduce her. So basically today we're going to be talking about another podcast and that podcast is actually one of the new genre of podcasts which feature true crime so this lady has a true crime produced podcast and i'm going to now tell you what her name is so her name is chioma Oyewe. Choma, welcome to the show, and I'm really pleased to have you on today. So I'll just tell you a little bit about Choma. She is the founder of Raconteur Productions. I'm sure you would have heard about Raconteur Productions. They are the make. They are the people who brought the August August meeting to the the um the play, the August meeting play, which was really big back in 2018. And apart from August meeting, which was very popular, she's she's released over 20 films, documentaries, web series, podcasts, theater, and she's worked in collaboration with she's worked in collaboration with several other um, people in the art industry in the art world she's worked with Ford Foundation British Council the US mission UNDP Lagos State government and the European Union she has a background in economics and MSc in management from Imperial College she's done film courses from Met Film School and Relativity in Los Angeles and she draws on her interdisciplinary training as a filmmaker to create art across different mediums that challenge us to reimagine our history and take control of our future. Her first feature, Eight Bars and a Clef, was nominated by the 2016 Africa Movie Academy, which is amazing. And I already talked about the August Meeting Movement, which is fantastic. It basically adapts the story about the Abba women's riots, um, which happened sometime in the, um, the early in the early. And now what we're going to be talking about today is 2349, Nigeria's first true crime podcast, a proper production, a proper produced podcast. Very, very excited to have you on board today, Chioma. So Chioma, well, thank you so much. (laughs) Really, really happy to have you on. I'm super excited to be here. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for the kind introduction. And yes. Oh, pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So, um, Toma and I, we actually um, hung out quite randomly. I didn't know she was going to be on the same radio show. <laughs> and that was the first time we actually met and, and uh, kind of vibed. Um, yeah, exactly. Radio show. It was really nice. It was really nice. And um, yeah. I think from there, I started to notice you in uh, social media. You know, it's funny how you, <laughs> you, you maybe see people, but you, it doesn't click. And then the minute does, you're introduced, exactly. you then begin to see the person everywhere. So yeah, I, I exactly. noticed you I, in different places. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then we had, I think, I know and I made like, the connection. About, yeah. yeah. There's something about having like a similar energy. Like when you meet somebody, yes. and even though yes. you're just meeting for the first time, you just kind of vibe. Um, and it's exactly, uh, yeah. and that's how it. Uh, <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it was. And I, to think that you were the creative August meeting, which is so cool, because I, I really, I didn't get to see it, but it was on my to do list. But so I don't know whether that's going to come back. But um, yes, because I'm very much into my African African history. I'm very very big on African history, especially the feminist side of the African history. So that was a pretty cool production that you did, and many people were talking about it you know now today yes. the focus of today so you are a fellow podcaster which is super cool yes so wow <laughs> i'm a newbie We're... you're my egg boy in this <laughs> not so <laughs> not at all but i i i wanted to talk about two three four nine two three four one nine um the genesis of it um i think it's a brilliant idea having you know bringing a bit of a theater to podcasting not all podcasts are free flow freestyle you know some podcasts are actually proper productions and i've listened to one of the episodes and truly i was I was blown away. It's pretty much like uh, watching a series, but you're listening um, instead. So do you want to just give um, the listeners a bit of a background on 23419 and why it's so significant? Um, so I think for how it started, really, the very first podcast I listened to was Serial. Um, it's, um, it's a true crime podcast, you know, and I think it launched, I mean, it launched years ago. And that was like the introduction for me for to, to me for podcasts. And it was basically it covered the first season covered a case of um, a, a murder case, basically, that the person was in court. And as a result oh, wow. of that podcast, you know, they went back, you know, they, they reopened the case, more or less to reexamine, like if this person was guilty, if he was innocent. Um, so, yeah, so I guess like starting out podcast, I'd already kind of got into the true crime um, zone. And there's just something about us, maybe as, as women, we always kind of watch like true crime. Either it's documentary ideas. Yes. Like we're always trying to figure out who's the serial killer. Oh, I know this. You know? Yes. Like, kind of yes. About it. So I guess that's what kind of determined my niche for me. Like I knew that if I wanted to make a podcast, it would have to be crime. It would have to be true crime. And it would have to be like, uh, it would have to be theatrical. Um, but then the story... <laughs> Um, the story for 23419 for, um, is really, I was examining, but years ago, um, I found out about Emmanuel Umude and uh, the $242 million that was basically taken from a Brazilian bank, because that's like the top five ever in the world, you know, bank e guys. Ever <laughs> in the world, ever. yes, it's number, yes. It's currently number four. Uh, me, I, I like history. You know, I like to go back. Um, and in recent times, <laughs> in recent times, you know, we've had Hush Puppy, we've had uh, Invictus Obie. Yes, had, you know, so of course, <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> so the question was like, where did it all start? You know, before the internet, like who was who was the father of this? You know, who who, who kicked it off in a really big way? Um, and yes, yeah, so that's really what kind of influenced the story in like taking this, taking it from the beginning. Like, let's go back to where it all started um, here, at least what put Nigeria on the map um, for, for fraud. And also that's 
it's it is on us to tell the stories. So in as much as we're telling it is. positive stories, we also owe it to ourselves mm-hmm. to to own the narrative for the negative stories. Because if we absolutely the way they tell it back to us would not tell the full story, you know? They won't tell you that a Brazilian was also involved. They won't tell you that PwC was complicit, you know? if it was, Once the story is coming from the West, then it, we don't get that. We don't get the full p- picture. So, so it's basically... So true. A, so, yeah, so that, I guess that was what kind of, like, defined the idea for me and, like, coming, start kicking off 23419 and um, owning the narrative more or less um, with, 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 Niger- with, Niger- with financial crimes that involve Nigerians in one way or the other. Nigeria. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. And the title and the title of the podcast has a, obviously there's something significant about yes. it. Do you want to share that too? <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, a lot of you pick up on it, pick up on this already, which is great. But 234 was, uh, is obviously our country code. And then 419 yeah. is the advanced code on, on, on fraud, on advanced fee fraud. It's the criminal code for advanced fee fraud. So I guess putting yeah. this all together, it was, uh, I wanted to do plus 23419. <laughs> but then, um, <laughs> But I was trying to get the domain name, and the, you can't have plus in the domain name. You can't have a okay. plus, exactly. <laughs> so, no, yeah, it's brilliant. So that's how you you know, two, three, four, one, nine. It's ab- it's absolutely brilliant. It's easy to and most Nigerians, like you said, who are familiar, to be honest, most of us are familiar with that 419 uh, code. Exactly. It's, it's, it's become the unofficial nickname for, for so, you know, it's kind of already what the podcast is going to be about. Now, you know, one thing that drew me to again um, is because in a way, when that story broke out about the heist, oh my God, I remember it so well because I was still at uni. And I just remember thinking, who is this person using my name? <laughs> because... I mean, you guys need to listen to the podcast. I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can def. You need to listen to this podcast. It's so well produced. But the lady, the one of the chief protagonists, I guess you could call it that. I'm no, I'm no drama yeah. student, but um, <laughs> she actually. This is a true story, by the way, listeners. She actually used a pseudonym, which just so happened to be my name. Um, so my cousin and I. I have a cousin who also has the same name as me, but. That- on using my middle name because I had, you know, it's just so important that you find a way to, 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 you know, identify you separate. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I remember so when I, this story, so good, came out broke and I just thought, oh my gosh, this woman is using my name and she's, she's calling herself Mrs. Agbakoba. And I'm like, but my mom, okay. Yeah. There's many of us. I, I'm not the only, we're not the only family, but I just thought, but my name is Amaka. Why would she do this? <laughs> so yeah, that, that drew me immediately to your podcast. And yeah. I, I mean, once you listen to it and get into it, it's actually very well produced. And I remember re- listening to it, listening to her side of the story. I know it's fictionalized, of course, but I almost felt some sympathy. I, I couldn't believe it, but I was feeling, you know, in the beginning when she's talking about her, um, you know, oh, uh, witch hunting me, that, you know, I'm just a, a poor lady who had lost her husband. And it's, it's amazing the power of theater, the power of production. You begin to sense 
those human feelings that you don't get when you're reading a newspaper. Yes. So that was shocking for me. I was like, oh my God, this is a woman that I was like, who the hell are you? And now I'm feeling almost sympathetic at some point during the podcast. But um, yeah, your <laughs> dramatization of Amaka and Ajemba was very, very, uh, <laughs> it was good. Well, it was well, really she was, good. <laughs> she was voiced uh, by an actor called Chisom Ogu. So I didn't get Amaka okay. uh, um, and Ajemba. Of um, course, I know, I know, I know. I mean, I there were a few people that I, I was honest. Um, but, the, but the thing about even like her, her side of the story was recorded. So this was from her test, um, her statements, um, her mm. actual statements. So in as much as like a, num- a number of things, was, I think I, I said it's fictionalized just so nobody would come for me. <laughs> but, yes, of, oh, legal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Legal, legal. Uh, yeah. But a lot, of, yeah. a lot of what was said was actually from like, it's actually from. So it's actually the statements it was said in courts. It was said in the media. So it was. So it was. Um, it is factual in terms of like what was said, mm. and that was her. That was her defense. Um, but the key thing, like in every episode, was to present both sides of the story. So each everybody denied it. Everybody said it wasn't me. Everybody said I'm not involved. It was you know you know even uh, Emmanuel Modi said it was the guy who Christian Anajeba who was dead. Um, so everyone had like. A reason not to be the person, but then, but I mean, but they they were all convicted. So I guess the courts, if yes, if what is true, what was proven in courts, you know, what really happened. So it was now also presenting like what happened uh, in courts, and, and that was uh, that 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 was real research, really, it's like getting all of those, um, getting mm. getting the court documents, getting the actual words that they said. Um, yeah, so it was uh, and and and. And speaking of research, how long did it take you to research all that material? Because there's bits with um, the former um, chief of um, the EFCC, which is the Economic Financial Crime Commission. There's so much in there. You know, it was really quite detailed, I have to say. Um, How much research did you have to do? How many years did you spend preparing um, for this, like, take us through, you know, the the flight path from from when you first were on ground to when you took off. Kind of. Uh, um, so I kicked off. I think it took two years of research, more or less, just putting it together. Um, initially, I, I wanted to get a an investigative journalist on board. Like, you know, I wanted to like really, um, you know, do it right. You know, like. Uh, so I had I had contacted um, somebody and um, he basically I don't know like it's it was it felt like I w- what I was going to get for my money was what was already online you know what was available just basically like a summary of all of the media clippings that already existed and that didn't seem like that that wasn't enough for me so I was like okay so if I needed to like do it right I needed to actually go to courts I needed to get the information um so it took a while but it was also a bit of luck because um after about after about a year um of trying to compile all of these documents um I had to sign into this this all Africa like a like a website who who has like archives of newspaper information I know it I know that website (laughs) I know it's all Africa it's a good one yeah yeah, so I subscribed for that I could get like all, everything that was ever done. So I had like this maybe 150 pages worth of like all of the newspapers, Fantastic. all of the media clippings. Um, Fantastic. Then, then I tried to get his court documents. So I knew I reached out to um, the lawyer. So um, um, you did. Yes, yeah, so I, I reached out to the Banco Norieste lawyer in um, Nigeria, Ogundigbe. 
um okay so he, so he he was able to give me like the judgments and that court documents so i was like okay let me try and find Brilliant. the the oh sorry the full let me close this <laughs> let me find the full court documents um in in lagos and then i found mm. out that uh, imanagude is still in courts related matter but it just meant that really <laughs> that the wow yes he's, he's he's still he's fighting it it was he was in court um with the efcc um on one of his properties that i think that was sold so he was contesting that so what it meant was his his courts um his the case wasn't in archives anymore and it was an active case so then I found his lawyer, his current lawyer, <laughs> basically, who now kind of like got me, got, got, got me in touch with him and then got me all, all of the other kind of like cases, all of the, you know, the, the cases in, uh, in Switzerland, the cases in, um, in the US. So all of those court documents and I had like maybe this 500 page out of, you know, of court documents. So then had to start sifting through that. Um, then My goodness. <laughs> So I, then the next step was trying to write it, you know, trying to just like, how do I want the story to flow? Um, mm. I really initially, to be fair, like I was coming at it like I wanted to do like an American crime TV series, you know, like I wanted to like the, um, the OJ Simpson one. I don't know if you've seen that. Yes, so, yes, 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 uh, yes. So in my mind, I knew I also wanted to do something for television. So I was trying to structure it that way in terms of the episodes and how it would run. Yes. Um, so I wrote it the first time, didn't really like how it turned out. Even tried to record it, but it didn't work. Uh, went mm. back again to the drawing board. Uh, the pandemic happened, had time to now think about it properly. <laughs> and then wow. we recorded it. And yeah, and, 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 then, the, and then, then the series came out. So, so yeah, so it was really like, but it was mainly because I had to do a lot of heavy lifting um, with the research. Um, with the research. The next, with the next seasons, it will go much smoother and much quicker. Mm, yeah. <laughs> because I would outsource all of that. Hello. Okay, great. So wanted to ask you, yes, yeah, so I, I commend you on the heavy lifting part um, and that's always the part that puts people off from starting but the point is you did it and you know it's it's been great so far and I definitely can't wait for more episodes and wh what I want to know is what was the reaction from all the parties involved did they have they have they listened to it have they sent you messages I mean could you <laughs> well, I, <don't... laughs> I haven't been brave enough to share it <laughs> what you need to you must share it you have to <laughs> i haven't been i i shared the first episode with um you know he was like he said he was a lawyer for Banco Nares in terms of retrieving their assets yes. in nigeria and then um I mean, he listened to it and he was like, it's fine. But then he said, I misrepresented um, oh, no. William Ritchie, Bill Ritchie. He said, oh, Bill Ritchie is not 6'2". Bill Ritchie, because I mentioned in the podcast that he was 6'2". I mean, but that was me kind of fictionalizing. I said, like, Bill Ritchie is not 6'2". He's 5'5". Five, five. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're going to tear me apart like that. And that one small issue. You can, oh, you, oh <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. It's, okay, perhaps, perhaps not. Then. Perhaps not. And then with, with 
Mutumude. I don't know. I think, well, to be fair, like, um, it was the first time Imran Mutumude was talking about this. I don't think he had, he'd ever kind of like had the opportunity to tell his side of the story. Mm. Um, so, but I, I haven't, I haven't been <laughs> still, I've not been proof enough. <laughs> I hope that he stumbles upon it, but I don't know that if it's, <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to send him the link. <laughs> fair. Oh yeah, of course not. Yeah. That, that would be, that would be taking it a little bit far, but I'm sure he'll hear. It. I mean, as it, it's only, it's a new, it's a new podcast. So definitely it's going to get popular. Yeah. So I'm sure um, when they do click on people, when people click on the story, his name will pop up yes. and people will send it to him. But look, at the end of the day, it's about telling yes. our story. And that's the most yes. important thing. Um, so many... And I'm crime... not a journalist. You know, I don't, I don't work for the BBC. I don't have protection. I don't have the, you know, mm. <laughs> I don't have the FBI behind me. I'm, I... I'm literally just telling a story. You're just, <laughs> exactly. You're just telling a story. And people tell crime stories all the time. We're so used to seeing reenactments of famous crimes. Look at Jack the Ripper. How many times has that been like uh, reenacted so many times so i guess you really are pushing boundaries in a good way by 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 um you know normally we're used to i don't know the nature of things that we watch here in nigeria we have quite fixed um taste in in local film but now you are you are but now you have made crime um, very very exciting and you've made it, you've made it, you've made it um, an alternative genre that people can actually begin to get into, which I really like. You've opened up a new, a new genre, you know, which is, which is great because we, we've been listening and watching the same sort of, you know, Nollywood. I hate to use that word Nollywood, but you know what it, it is. Anybody that's involved in theater or in um, directing or film tends to just be lumped as Nollywood. I don't know if you take offense to that. Is that, is that something that no, you don't mind? Okay. No, I love okay. Nollywood. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Nollywood is, is amazing and it's getting better and better. So, so now you've introduced a, a, a fresh, a fresh approach, fresh perspective, which we could poss possibly even see translated on the big screen. Um, do you see two, three, four, one, nine on the big screen potentially? Do you? Is that something that you may may do? Definitely, I think. Um, so, so I don't. You know, the funny thing is, this is our this is our our original format, right? Because storytelling in Africa in Nigeria is oral. You know, so it's always, course, you know, we've always told, yeah. we've always told stories like, you know, somebody sitting down is voice, you know, you're sit listening to somebody. So this is our, you know, this is, this is where we started. Um, so so which true. Is why, like, it was really interesting to use this medium, you know, and just kind of like without any visual, without any, just sit down, basically like sitting down under the tree, right? <laughs> and somebody <telling laughs> but this story. time we're on our phones, <laughs> in <laughs> exactly. our bedrooms, at work, on on the way to work, you know, yeah, exactly. you're, you're so, so right, actually. Um, so I guess that's one. I mean, it's something that for me, like it's it's a medium that can cut across. Like you know, it's audio, mm. it's downloadable, it's free. It's mm. you know, it's not there are no barriers mm. to listening, or you Absolutely. don't have to know how to read. You don't have to you know you don't have to. Absolutely. It. So that's the great thing about it. Um, Absolutely. But then, but yes, definitely. I mean, for me, like it's same thing with them. Um, I know there's a there's a podcast turn TV series, Dirty John. Um, that basically started as a podcast, got adapted to a TV series on Netflix. Oh, oh wow! Um, so, 
So yeah, so this opportunities. is opportunities. Exactly. Um, wow. And so many people have gone that route, you know, started because I mean, the podcast is more, is more affordable to put together. Yes, right? it is. Uh, yes, it, it is. Exactly. And it, visually, you know, you have to do it right. You have to go to Brazil. You have to travel. You know, you have to like... Really that, is, that, like, that, that, that is true. <laughs> so you, true. you would yeah, have so to go to Brazil. Exactly. My hope that it gets licensed um, in some way, some form, and I could be on the part of the team to produce it into a TV series or a documentary. Oh, absolutely. You know, oh, I, I, I believe. I believe you will. I believe you will because it's really, it's really, really riveting. I love all the sound. You know, you make good use of sound. You know, it's funny how important you don't realize how important sound is to film, and um, until yeah. you you don't have anything to to look at, so all you're relying yeah. on are your ears. So the sound, the 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 tempo, it goes up, it goes down, it changes. That was a great way to keep us engaged. That use of sound. Yeah. I really like that. I really you need to give you need to give classes on that, by the way, because <laughs> you know uh, the sound. Us podcasters, you know, we're struggling with sound. <laughs> uh, so first you know. of all, I have a I had a great sound designer. Me told me one um, who about digital sound, so he put my sound design together. But I think this was also mm. a learning for me. I think for, because in I've made a I've made a film, and then I've stepped back from making like another feature and it's more like what are the elements that would go into film that we're not getting quite right you know so in going mm. to theater it was about performance in coming to podcasts mm. it's also about sound because what we don't realize is until sound we don't know what's what is uncomfortable even when you're watching a film um but it's the sound that's bad or the sound that's off um and you can have you can actually you can, it's better to have great sound and because then you say, oh, maybe that's the style. Maybe it's an old camera or something. You know, true, it doesn't it doesn't jar true. us. It doesn't throw us off. But once the sound is off, maybe once something somebody's lips don't sing oh. or once something one, so it, it, makes it you puts it puts you off. Yeah, it puts you off yes. exactly. So it's for me. It's also like if I can if I can tell a story without picture and just like you know with sound, then then that's and then we need to also kind of like pay more attention. So it's it's like. It's like practicing, you know, you're, you're, you're learning something that you use for something you don't know that you will, what you're going to use it for yet, but you know that you have to, have to, you have to get it right in this, in this medium. So, yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> absolutely. So how many episodes can we expect? Because on your, on the podcast, we've got three at the moment, mm -hmm. I think. <laughs> There's three on. Are we, are we getting any more? Okay, good, uh, good, good, so, good. So, no, wait, wait, no, no. <laughs> three episodes for this season. I, I really would like okay. to have a fourth one. Um, but the fourth episode would have been Nuhu Ribadu. And I haven't, mm. I didn't get access to him. So, in as much as I have a lot of things that people have said about him until himself, then I would have been able to counter some of that. Um, so yeah, mm. so, so since I so since so since I didn't get that, then I have to end it here. If not, I will be setting okay. myself up for for something else. <laughs> for something else, which we don't need, which we don't need. I agree with you. I agree with exactly. you. Okay, uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So this story is told, and then the next season, I'm hoping to you know tell another story completely. Um, Brilliant.
still under still under the same name two three four one nine on still under the same okay yeah. So two three four one nine is basically about journeying into the world of Nigeria. Three four cases. Then season one we talk about Bankunoria State and Emmanuel Season two can be, um, but I'd like for the cases to conclude. So season two, for instance, wouldn't be hush puppy if he hasn't been charged to court. Of if he hasn't course. Been, you know, if there's if it hasn't been concluded. So it will be more around the case that has the beginning and an end, so I can and an end. get into pop, the pop, of what happened. Yes, yeah. of course, and yes, of course, and to avoid any legal legal um, issues, because you know, talking about yes. things publicly that are yet to be concluded can can sort of land yeah. you um, in trouble. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And I like think the that people is involved super, as well. Super, to talk, cool. You know. It would be great to get the of people course, accused, yes. uh, you know, them because they have, um, and they're always willing. I think that's the interesting part is like they actually, they actually talk. I just think people don't because they want them. to tell their story. Yeah, yes. people don't engage, but they want to tell their story. So yeah, there's enough out there. I'm sure there's enough financial Nigerian friend, not just financial crime, but like well, it, true crime, right? True crime. Yes. So it's any yes. type of crime, financial. Yeah, there's a lot, um, and it doesn't even have to initiate from Nigeria. I think that's the other thing. The thing about it is um, mm. Nigeria is not the Nigeria is not the top ten of advanced fee fraud cases, you know, in the world. So it's we, just, true, we just true. have the bad rap. Um, so there also has been the victim, you know? So there's this PID case. So there are cases where there's like this, there's some kind of, you know, financial crime uh, or like fraud where Nigeria is actually the, the one on the receiving end of the fraud. So mm, that would also be interesting mm, to explore. Mm. Oh, this sounds exciting. I love this. This would be fantastic for the legal community as well, you know, just yes. digging into the theatrical performance of cases that that have passed. So I definitely give this a thumbs up. Um, Choma, it's been super, super nice um, speaking with you, getting to understand a bit more about your work. Could you just share um, one last time with the listeners how they can listen to you, all the um, mediums that you are, you know, you're accessible and yeah so people can um reach out to you and um you know learn more about what you what you do all right great thank you um so 23419 is available i guess everywhere podcasts are so it's on spotify it's on apple it's on anchor it's on stitcher it's it's basically available anywhere and you can the direct site is 23419podcast.com and it kind of just links you to wherever you need to go to listen to it um i'm available on Twitter, I think that's probably where I'm more accessible. So my Twitter handle is Choma CH10MA. So it's like Chitenma, <laughs> but CH10MA. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm really would be great for people to listen, subscribe, comment, rate, you know, and get in touch. You know, I'm always like great. I'm always happy to, to get feedback um, on the episodes. And yeah, so hoping to kick off season two soon <laughs> can't wait can't wait can't uh, wait can't yes. wait thank you so much beverly for for holding this oh, space and for this oh, interview pleasure absolute pleasure it's been lovely chatting so we'll look forward to season two then yes. we'll keep waiting out <laughs> all right so, then all right. thanks so much all right thank you so 
you're welcome so my listeners you've been listening to me having this fantastic conversation with Choma Oyinwe the founder of Raconteur Productions and the founder of 23419 podcast the Nigeria's first true crime podcast so I hope you've had a good time just listening in hope you've learned something and definitely make sure you click follow subscribe both our podcasts because podcasters need as much love as they can get so So until (laughs) next time (laughs) take care and signing off. Bye.